Harris Studios. This is Accounting for Tomorrow, an accounting and advisory services podcast for community leaders with a passion for change, who are ready to look past the numbers and ensure that today's planning efforts create success for tomorrow. Thank you for joining us today. It's an exciting topic that we have. The last several podcasts, we've gone over a lot of accounting topics and different areas impacting our clients, but we have kind of a three-pillar mission, and I think it's always really important for us that all three of our pillars are successful, one being our clients, two being each other, and the third one, which is what we want to talk about today, is our community and what we're doing as a firm to make sure that we're helping promote growth and helping shape the future in our communities. And there's a lot of things that we do at our firm that impact our community, and it's all intentional in what we're trying to do. Today, we'd like to spend some time just going over why it's so important to us and why we spend a lot of time at Harris in the community. So Robert, maybe you could share some different ways or either yourself or our firm have been able to get out and help impact the community. Yeah, I think it's important to just recognize that the firm over the last 20 years has really had a focus on giving back to the community. I think it's always been important to us to be good stewards of the successes that we've had and to be able to help organizations at all levels. And so the firm has really come up with a variety of different things to address the needs of the community, whether it be from a charitable standpoint or uh, just a social endeavor that needs supports. And it really all starts with our values and our mission. And it's really the third prong of that mission has always been be active in our communities and promote growth and shape the future. So as part of that mission, we have enacted several different things that we felt would promote that across our entire organization. The first is, you know, as accountants, we like to use our talents in ways that benefit these organizations. We're obviously very good at numbers. So many times our staff and ourselves, whether it be managers or different accountants in the firm, are members of different boards. And so we serve in that capacity so that we can offer insight into the finances. So many times these organizations don't come from a financial background. And so it's important to them to be able to understand exactly where the numbers are and what's going on from a financial impact. And so I know throughout my career, I've been involved in several different boards, whether it was, you know, churches or whether it was different organizations that were involved in different endeavors. But I think also, Josh, you've been involved in some boards. Maybe tell us Mm -hmm. a little bit about that. I've been involved in in a couple. One of the main ones, though, is the Idaho Youth Ranch. It's something I got involved in probably over 10 years ago, and it's been something I've sat on lots of committees, been the board chairman, done a lot of stuff on the board, had a lot of things go on. We're actually now, after all these years, about to open in the next month a full-time youth residential treatment facility out in Middleton, which has been a huge, huge project and very fulfilling. But there's been all sorts of other things that the Idaho Youth Ranch has done throughout the state that's just been at least for me, a passion of mine is helping youth that might have not had the opportunities I've had to try and get them care and what they need to continue to grow up. So it's definitely been fulfilling on my end, but it also, like you said, one of our core values for as a firm is heart. And do we care about our community and what can we do to help grow and make that community healthy? And definitely is one way is on the board involvement. 
Another thing was the community partnership reward we've had as a firm. I know I've helped out tons of different nonprofits over all the years. We give it out every single year. Since 2006, we've handed out over 2,600 hours of our time and you know well over $400,000 worth of free service. But hopefully the impact of what we've been able to do, whether it's fiscal sponsorships or 1023, you know, helping them apply, helping their internal controls, you know, kind of using our expertise, like you said, and helping them get set up so that they're successful. That really helps them spend more time in their programs and reaching the people that they need in their community. Uh, And it's really impactful across the board. You know, something else that comes to my mind, you know, people ask a lot about community impact. And a lot of times they think nonprofit, nonprofit, charity, 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 which is great. And we do a ton of it. And we'll get into probably even a little more that we do. But I also talk about being involved in industries and their associations. Like, are we part of the community and making a positive impact in some of the key industries? And, you know, for our firm, whether it's construction, or real estate or employee benefit plan, nonprofit, manufacturing. There's a lot of different industries that we try and actively contribute throughout the year. I know you've been really involved in the construction industry over the years. Maybe you can talk a little bit about what we've done to try and help promote the growth in that industry. Yeah, I mean, I think that's really important that you find ways to give back to the industries and the communities that you're involved in and really be a part of them. And so it really comes down to some of our younger staff as they start to progress into management and they get to levels where they'd be active in whether it's an industry group or a charity or some other endeavor. You know, what I tell them is they really need to find something that they're passionate about. You know, and I think back over the years of all of the different people that were involved in those organizations usually it starts with an interest in that. And I've always, since the very beginning, been very interested in construction. My dad worked in construction. I've been around construction my whole life. So I feel at home when I'm in that environment and when I'm talking to individuals that are involved in the construction industry. And I don't want our providing services to the construction industry to be just a one-way benefit. I want to give to the industry as much as I get from the industry. And I've always felt like the more that you give and the more that you help people in their industry, it all works out in the long run. So I've always been very committed to just helping people in the construction industry with whatever their needs are and not really worried about what was going to happen in the future. And so part of that is just being involved. We have always been involved in multiple different entities that service the construction industry, whether it's the Idaho AGC or whether it's Construction Financial Management Association. I sit on the board of the Construction Financial Management Association. I'm the treasurer of that nonprofit, and that nonprofit is focused on finance professionals in the construction industry. It's a very unique set of things that they have going on in their environment when they're talking about their financials and their risk management and all of that uh, sort of thing. So, And then the Idaho AGC also is an advocate for the construction industry in the state of Idaho. They do wonderful things when it comes to advocating on behalf of our contractors. And so we'd love to support them and to support their members. And so we've been very involved in whatever endeavors that they have going on. So that's been a very active part of my career since the very beginning. And honestly, we have other individuals that are starting to become involved in those activities as well because they find them just as passionate as I do. And and they've kind of learned that that's a great way to give back. Yeah, I would agree. One of our 
founding partners here, Cheryl Guidi, has led our nonprofit industry group too. And it's something I think is a little unique to our firm for our size is the industry groups. Several industry groups that are really active, whether it's speaking at different conferences throughout the summer, trying to to get involved, trying to, you went back to, to leaving it, you know, better than we came. It's like that old uh, rule you, you learn when you're growing up and you go camping, right? You leave your campground in better shape than when you showed up to it. And it's the same thing, kind of our idea of when we're going into the communities. Like, can we, you know, over time make these communities healthier and more successful by participating and giving back to them than what we're taking? So another area, Robert, I think that our firm has really started to, to pick up on over the last several years is is a little bit of the volunteering. You know, when we first started, the firm did and still does a lot of coordinated events, whether it's, you know, uh, down at the Idaho Shakespeare Festival, giving back to them on a volunteer night or the, the Idaho Food Bank or, you know, some of the other groups. But now we have a lot of our people and the way our community impact plan is written where they get passionate about something that they believe in the community and that they come and everyone in the firm kind of rallies behind them and supports them. So maybe talk a little bit about some examples or some some items, because it's really cool to see some of our individuals and that kind of program on how they do that here at Harris. Yeah, so the community impact promise really that we've made to our employees is that we will support them in their endeavors that are of charitable nature. And so the document really explains and outlines and really brings our team together to, like you said, rally behind individuals with whatever they are passionate about. And so that can take the form of either time or money. You know, there's several entities that really need donations. Several of them just need manpower. I know that throughout the years we have volunteered at the food bank. We've, you know, cooked dinner at the Ronald McDonald House. We have uh, done different things in the art community, whether it's the Shakespeare Festival or volunteering at, at different events that are happening throughout the valley. And then really it just comes down to, at the end of the day, if that support needs to come in the form of finances, then our employees, we've always agreed to support what's important to them. So those things take the form of, you know, sponsoring a team in a golf tournament that helps an an entity with their objectives and their goals, or just straight donations to some entities. We do that as well. And usually we do some sort of a matching type thing. But in many instances, the partners, we want to give back as well. So we, we try to support all of those entities. I know that we've done several over the years. For example, for Raise for Rare this year, we sponsored a team in their golf tournament to raise funds uh, for that organization. Uh, One of our staff, uh, Nicole, is very involved with them and is very passionate about the the work that they do for children in the community. And so she asked us to sponsor a team in that. And then as we did that, two of our staff actually participated and played in the golf tournament. And it was a great time. I actually was one of the members of that team. We sponsored a hole as well. And we got to say hi to everybody that was coming through on the golf tournament. It was just a great day to raise money for for sick kids. That was really touching, especially because it was coming from someone here that has a passion for it. We've had people in other offices do uh, different things, whether it's book drives or or different areas. It's kind of nice to see the offices come together or different offices throughout the state and support local charities. And then also, you know, the the larger ones like the Idaho food banks are the ones that are supporting the entire state as well. 
So I think it's it's an interesting story on how our community impact plan kind of came to be. Uh, and it started years ago uh, when we started our thematic goal process, which basically is how Harris picks one value a year and works on different projects for that value. And our very first time we tried this as a firm, uh, everyone came together and picked United as one of our goals. And then one of the teams said, how can we become more united with our community, which is one of our aspects of our mission statement. And so they worked for a year working on this community impact statement that came out of it. And it highlighted different volunteer activities, different ways we can get in the community, the way the firm can expand and support passions that we have. And then kind of what also came out of that was kind of our location downtown, which we've called the center of influence and looking for something at the time that was a space where we could bring the community together and make a positive impact. So it's been what, six years now since we've had that space. Maybe give us some examples, Robert, of how you've used the space or how maybe your clients or others have used that space to help kind of better the community. Yeah, the center of influence really, as I think back to that time when we were going through that, we really felt like there was a need for a place for, you know, different organizations that just didn't have the resources to have meeting space. And we just kind of you know, thought about how could we help with this need and how could we put something together that we could use as well. And so the center of influence is really kind of a hub of of a community gathering place along with a place that we can use for our business as well. So we have many staff that use the, the location to work throughout the day as they're doing their various projects. But then we've really just kind of opened it up to our clients and the community and organizations that have a need for that kind of meeting space. We've outfitted the space with everything that you would need for virtual meetings and all of the audiovisual aids that you might need. So we created a space that was very inviting. We have many nonprofits that use it on a regular basis for their board meetings, for trainings. They use it for their strategic retreats. They'll come in and block it out for a day or two. It has a kitchen space as well, so we can host an inviting environment. It's really been beneficial. I I don't know exactly what the statistics are, but that location is used very frequently by the community. And I know that a lot of individuals have at least expressed to me that they appreciate that we have put that together and that they're able to use that. Absolutely. I think we have over a hundred at least a year. That's a lot of nonprofits, a lot of associations too, trying to pull people together, but it's also just our clients, you know, whether it's a meeting with others or like you said, a strategic meeting with their firm, just getting them out of the office. I even remember once there was a, uh, a fire downtown in a building and a company who actually has been uh, not even a client of ours, just a great friend in the community and a uh, law firm we've interacted with in some of our community events together. They got kicked out of their offices because of the fire. So they ended up coming over and using it for three or four weeks just to to get them through that situation. And to me, that's, a, that's all a positive aspect of what that center's about, right? It's about helping our community out and continuing to make a positive impact on them as they go through that. So it's been Exciting to see that center of influence grow over the years and get used in just tons and tons of different ways. And people will always ask me, you know, can I use it? Can I use it? And I always tell them, like, you can make a positive impact or you can make a, a difference. Like, we're not here just to throw a party. But if you want to do something good for our community, then that's really all that's required for using our space downtown. And, uh, and it's great to see it get used. 
Thanks, Robert, for talking today about you know what we're doing as a community impact. I think it's something really exciting as our firm continues to grow throughout the state that we're able to make larger and a bigger impact in all the different areas and a bunch of different communities throughout our state and across the country. So it's really exciting to see that as we've gotten bigger, more and more people getting involved. And I would just tell the listeners out there, it continues to be a huge part of our mission and what we as a firm are about, what we want to do, uh, kind of what inspires us as we go through each day. So if you want more information, I know our website has a ton about it. I know we have community partnership awards that come out once a year. I know we have industry teams that are, are involved in different aspects of the community, but you can always just call our firm. And I'm sure we have someone here that would love to talk to you about what you're doing in the community and how we can help out. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Harris CPA's Accounting for Tomorrow. Stay tuned for new episodes each month. Podcasts are also available on our website at harriscpas.com slash podcasts. Any accounting business or tax advice contained in this podcast is not intended as a thorough in-depth analysis of specific issues, nor a substitute for a formal opinion, nor is it sufficient to avoid tax-related penalties. If you'd like, Harris CPAs would be pleased to perform the research and provide you with a detailed analysis of your specific situation.